Welcome to the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, middle of the day, middle of the hour, we are home improvement. It's 11 a.m. right here in University of KMOX. Scott Mosby standing by. I am at your service. Two more hours. Uh, I believe I'm uh, making a difference. I hope to be helping you. Uh, That's my mission. That's my purpose, why I do this uh, whole radio show. I love my career because I basically help people solve problems, uh, get something taken care of, improve their quality of life, how people gather, the joy in the family, remove that wall that separates generations when families get all that stuff, uh, it, it, it's, you know, I, I love my job, you know. And now I'm kind of in a place almost emeritus where I'm kind of the research and development arm. So I go around, I look for trouble things in our industry, uh, building technology, new products that come out that offer great opportunities but require a ton of training to make sure, you know, the way an assembly or a house is built or put together, trade skills, design um, uh, practices and details that have to be amended. Those are the things that I love. Um, organizational efficiency. Uh, I, and, and one of the reasons I'm so reverent this time of year is kind of being a student of leadership. You know, why do tribes choose and follow a chief? You know, whatever it is, whether it's a company, whether it's a president, whether it's a, a mayor or a governor, whatever it is, um, what are those things that people hope to gain by following the lead of somebody? Well, Golly, lo and behold, we are celebrating and honoring the very um, entities, the people, the leaders, uh, Jesus, Moses, Muhammad. They kind of had it going on from a whole leadership thing. I mean, we're talking about them now. How many generations, thousands of years later? They must have had something right. So on that, that's just the whole pragmatic level and in, in not to diminish the uh, religious and spiritual value of, of those leaders and why and what we uh, really advance as a tribe community together. Or KMOX here, why in the world do you listen to me? I'm, hope, hope I'm making it, hoping to make a difference in your life as KMOX has been doing since 1925. Yeah, we're, think about it now, folks. Uh, you know, KMOX 1925, we've got another annual um, date of founding, which was uh, allegedly Christmas Eve 1925. So we're sneaking around another birthday for KMOX, so all those things that matter. Uh, 314-436-7900 puts us together. I promise to give you my best. Um, Mostly I'm correct uh, because of the experience and the people at Mosby Building Arts, my day job that keep me sharp, that keep me current, challenge me. You know, Scott, I I heard your answer, you know, but are you aware there's a product out there, you know, and off we go. It's like, no, tell me more. You know, and then I have to go check it out because, uh, you know, they're experts in their trade. And, you know, I describe myself as a generalist. I know a little bit about a lot of stuff. In a few things, I know a lot about a little. I'm a specialist. So you get into some of the carpentry structures and things like that. That being a second-generation builder raised in the old world, you know, just like when the 1800s, you know, you start out, 
carrying trash, digging ditches, uh, carrying lumber, making sure the nails are available for the carpenters, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, the water is full and then you work up and maybe you join the crew and then you learn some of those trade skills and then you, you know, learn what a bad leader looks like. You learn what a good leader looks like and then hopefully you pick for yourself which ones are better effective and more fun and, uh, you know, on and on. Here I am on the radio helping you to, you know, finish your basement bathroom or whatever it is. 314-436-7900. And my name is Scott Mosby. I own Mosby Building Arts. Thank you to the people at Mosby, folks that make your life and my life better. Um, They they study, they endeavor, they uh, change and improve. Um, Believe it or not, um, because of the challenges of communicating, coordinating, and staying ahead of a productive work crew. Uh, We've had to develop our own computer software 15 years ago because it didn't go deep into the production. Well, the real tip of the spear, the the guys that make um, the wheels turn in a construction project, use the tools there you know art my job is to get them whatever they need when they need and the training to keep ahead so they go home feeling good and safe at the end of the day so i just want to you know reach out and kind of give them all a hug um, if you're part of the mosby building arts team um, clients uh, trade partners suppliers delivery people uh, dumpster pickup guys again thank you thank you thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, and uh, interesting, from a whole business aspect, um, the more I get into organizational maturity, if you will, development training, um, get along, <laughs> basically, the same stuff I learned in kindergarten when I was five years old, how to get along and play well with others in the sandbox. It's interesting that our clients, our employees, our suppliers, uh, the people in the most the organization that plan and and manage and organize, we're all doing the same thing. We're trying to make life just a little bit better for those around us, which then supports us in our endeavor and raising and flourishing our families. Anyway, 314-436-7900. Scott Mosby, truly at your service. Let's see if we can fire up and uh, let's get John going. Hey, John, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How can I help you this uh, second hour? Good morning, Scott. Hey, I have a 22-year-old very ornate mahogany uh, front door system with side lights uh, facing east. And over the years now, I've marine varnish, had it marine varnished numerous, numerous times. And I'm to the point now that it's been a couple years. It looks like heck, to say the yeah. least. And I've heard about a process called pecan shell sandblasting because uh, wet stripping is my surround is... Uh, stone from Balder, so it's a little risky to put any liquid on this whole system to try and start from scratch on it. So I don't know if maybe there's another technique, but I've done a little research. However, I cannot find anybody in St. Louis that can do that technique that I described. Well, pecan shell sandblasting is not uncommon. Um, it is uncommon in an off-site area. So if you can take your door off and take it to a sandblasting something, they can. They have all kinds of media that you know it might be sand, it might be glass pebbles, it might be pecan, ground-up pecan shells, anything with sharp edges. So uh, th- what you're not finding is somebody that can pick up that equipment and process, has it already on a truck, brings it to your house and does it. So the the 
sandblasting can be done uh, typically <laughs> somewhere in, at their site, at their office site. So that's the tough thing. Uh, it, it is a yeah, good my way. Pro- my problem is, my problem is, I have large fluted columns next to oh, it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the side lights and all of that. So. I'm. Uh, I can't. I can take the door, but then that leaves the rest of it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you there. Um, and I've been into this before, so I've walked your path for clients. Um, you are walking the right path if you can get this blasted. Basically, it just saved, or you just sand and sand and sand and sand. You know, with fluted and detailed. You know, your caps and your bases get pretty ornate. Well, you know, boy howdy, you're talking about days and days and days and days, and you wear out three sets of fingers in the process. So that's why I like your your pecan shell sandblasting. Uh, I'm trying to think how we did this. I think we bought our own sandblaster small kit and then um, brought in our own pecan shells. So I think you're going to be the general contractor on this job because doing a high-skill specialty tool, small job, I mean, that's how Mosby grew up because nobody else would do high quality small jobs and then we just kept doing bigger and bigger job because we figured out how to figure out <laughs> but you're yeah, in many there. years many years ago i had a, a small one i had bought from granger and i can't find it years later in the warehouse but again that was i was thought i was going to be reverting back to doing it myself so maybe you that's might. where i'll end up you and, and very quickly it comes down to the air compressor because you need a boatload of volume so even though you might need 40 or 60 psi you know you're going to need hundreds of cubic feet per minute of volume so you're talking about you know a hundred gallon um you may wind up renting the compressor and buying the sandblaster and media you know what i'm saying yeah yep yep i got it well, thanks. I'll, uh, I knew I, I was afraid I was heading there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've walked your path. I, and, and frankly, the, the bottom line is there's not enough of that type work or discriminating enough clients that will respect the mahogany as you are to make this a business for somebody. That's that's why you're in. Now you're the contractor and the customer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. I'll I'll probably head that way. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, and thanks for being a, a great steward of your house. Uh, most would just paint it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, right. Okay. Thanks, John. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. And this uh, John's question takes me back to uh, first years uh, when I entered the business as a carpenter. I'll tell you some of the stories. Uh, it, it, you know, it hurt then. Um, but it gets into mahogany and walnut and all, you know, hardwood floors that anyway, uh, I'm going to take a short pause. I'll get a little less windy. This is KMOX home improvement. Scott Mosby. I am at your service return right after this. Oh, I love Christmas carols. I've got a friend, good friend, known him for I don't know, two and a half decades. Can't stand Christmas carols. Can't go into a retail establishment this time of year. How do you you not like Christmas carols? So every time I see him, I'll break out or belt out some Hark the Herald, Merry Christmas, you know, angels we have heard, you know, just anything. You know, and he just smiles because he knows I remembered and I'm just pulling his chain. Anyway, a part of the thing, uh, my my holiday practices are to make the effort, reach out 
uh, try and uh, have lunch or get together with somebody I haven't seen for a while, those are my Christmas gifts that pretty much from me to me. Uh, let's go up with my friend and talk to my buddy, Mary. Hey, Mary, good morning. Welcome to CAMWEX. How can I help you this fine day on, on uh, CAMWEX? Well, hi, Mike. Um, I'm sorry, Scott. I yep. recently had to have my drain cleared out. It started with a severe backup in my kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. And it turned into a major pro- project because he went up on the roof, he went down in the basement, mm-hmm. under the sink. Um, it, it, there didn't seem to be a clog, per se, but the pipes had just accumulated so much stuff over 20 years. I've really never had a thorough cleaning like that before. He suggested for, you know, future maintenance, pouring bleach down um, bleach is a great disinfectant. Uh, it does tend to break down uh, wax and acids a little bit or, or uh, mineral deposits. The issue that I have advanced for 15 years is really a um, um, septic tank cleaner, uh, if something that will eat the grease. Uh, and uh, maybe you've heard me discuss it before, but the reality is if you put Drano down the drain, it will hurt your pipes much more than it does what's blocking your pipe. Uh, preventive maintenance is better than, you know, an ounce of prevention better than a pound of cure. Uh, so that's kind of one of the things that I like. Uh, and most of those things don't really affect um the mint, the the sludge, the grease, the paraffin that um, builds up in your pipes. You, you know what I mean there. So uh, that's kind of the issue on that. Um, that I'm. So the other concern that I always heard bleach can damage your pipes, and so I, I was concerned about that. But um, I do use Relax for you know to mean periodic all the dreams, but I guess I wasn't keeping up with whatever was, you know, causing the issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, now think about it. Um, so you take a shower. You wash oils off the body. Uh, you use bar soap, which then paraffin goes down the drain. Uh, you wash your hair, which has more oil in it, and it goes down the drain. All that's, it's kind of a mini kitchen drain for just a shower. So you're going to get gook and build up, especially then with hair. Uh, so the first thing for cleaning a shower on this, Mary, would be to pull the grate off, uh, reach down with kind of a, there's a cleaner, looks like a, uh, uh, like a ribbed uh, um, piece of plastic. You get them at the hardware store. They're like a dollar or two. And it just pulls out all the hair gook uh, related to that. And then there's a product that I like, and it's called Ridex, and it's a septic tank cleaner. All this stuff is is a uh, uh, a uh, something that di- digests the grease. It will break down the grease and and clean that up so if you put that down your drain you know a shower um, not so much the toilet but sinks p-traps especially the kitchen sink uh, just once a month and it comes in liquid form it comes in powder form 
Um, Ridex sent me an email years ago saying, what are you telling people? Ridex sales skyrocketed in St. Louis. It's not made for pipes. It's not made for houses. It's a septic tank. We don't, we don't have any data. So it's like, come on. All this stuff does is what the sewage treatment plant does inside your pipes at home. So even if it doesn't work, you're out 15 bucks. Big deal. Right. But what it if it does? Work. Yeah, you know. I, I, I used it. Okay, and that's what I was planning to do, but um, yeah. I just couldn't you know, bleach my Well, there's one no, other thing, Mary. Yeah. There's one other thing, uh, a uh, cutting tool or a turning tool, kind of a corkscrew-looking thing, is different than pressure-washing your pipes. So unless he pressure-washed, like at the car wash, the dollar car wash, you, know, you go in and it pressure. They have uh, pressure tubes that go down, and the jets turn backwards, so they draw themselves into the pipe, but they scour the sides of the pipes. They are non, um, They don't hurt your pipes. They just wash your pipe insides like your car surface does and your wheels and your tires. I'm a big fan of that because that really makes your pipe slick as a whistle, if you will. And then you throw a little bit of that uh, Ridex down there over the next few years. You can keep those pipes really clean. So after doing the big deal that you just did, I would stay with the Ridex. If you have the problem again, call a pressure washer. Sometimes that same company will do that. It's not always on the same truck. Um, so right. anyway, ask about that. Big. Well, he big deal. almost he almost gave up and said, "I'm going to have to have my boss come back tomorrow with the jet, which I'm assuming is what you're talking about here." Yes. And uh, and then suddenly it opened up, so we were okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, well, great. Well, thanks so much. Now, Mary, let me interpret what just happened. It opened okay. up. So you might have a four-inch pipe or a three-inch pipe down there underneath the floor of your basement that now has a nickel-sized opening in it. Well, I mean, so that, it, it, it opened up to the degree that, I mean, there was a whirlpool, you know, okay. going on in the kitchen sink, so... It yeah. seems like it's pretty pretty well cleared out. But well, if, if this were mine, I would call them back because it, you might get a discount on this and say, "Hey, I'm interested in the pressure jet. Uh, what would okay. it cost me to clean up my pipes?" And this is preventive maintenance because I promise okay. you, just like your veins and arteries and mine are filled up with all kinds of plaque from too many cheeseburgers and French fries, same thing in these pipes underneath the house. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good suggestion. I'll do that. All right. Thanks, Mary. Take care. God bless you. Home improvements got again, um, and uh, Mosby Building Arts. We go a little bit too far. So this question was uh, very much my consumer point of view. Uh, if I just solved the problem, how do I? St- preventively stay out of the next problem, which might be, you know, for my role at Mosby Building Arts is advocating for a different type of flashing, how we assemble, put up, you know, column caps that protrude outside and all those things. Uh, Will a coating, a good coat of paint, will a 14-year last 
coat of paint uh, last long enough or does the wood move too much? It's going to break the paint anyway. All those things. How do I stay out of the next problem? And for Mary, um, and it's costly. It's going to cost her, you know, at least another 50% of what she paid, maybe 100% because they already opened the drain. So they've solved her problem. Uh, But when you get somebody that's in that tenaciously great and kudos to the uh, drain opener tech um, and knowing what the next level is as a consumer, will you just slick out my pipes for me? I mean, you already know how to get in. You know where the block was. You have all the data and information. Um, If you will scour out the inside of my pipes you know, I think I can get another 20 years out of this because there's a 50% chance that in another year and a half or two, whatever the tech just opened with that other tool, he just stuck a hole in the glob inside that pipe. You may be heading for another issue right there. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of my um, point of view. And frankly, in managing water, moisture in wall cavities, uh, putting on roofs and coatings and flashings, all the stuff that you call me about, and Mosby Building Arts has become very proficient in over the years, most of it gets to, you know, it's kind of like NASA. When you think you've got it done and fixed, add another layer of certainty on top of that. It is costly. It is time-consuming. Sometimes it's very time-consuming because it means performing that uh, uh, scope, that section of the work over again, secondary. Um, and it, it's it's pricey. You have to have the stomach for that um, philosophy. So anyway, um, I'm down here about 1130 here. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. I'll take a little break. I promise I'll get down off my stump and be back for more after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, check the. Oh, here's. Watch this. Here. This is my best step. Watch it. Here's my move. Little spin. Yeah. Moonwalk. Check it out. Huh? What do you think? Holidays? No? Can't see it? Never mind. Scott Mosby here, getting a little sassy on the holidays here. I have the Christmas spirit and the holidays. Uh, Hanukkah to begin here tomorrow. Lots of things happening. Got the old menorah shined up, ready to go. And uh, just so many things to uh, be grateful for this year. If you don't think we've got something to be grateful for, look back in the last two years and look at all the bullets we dodged. Yeah, some of us didn't. That's some of the gratitude. Some of us did. Home Improvement, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. Let's fire up and get going here. Talk to my buddy Richard. Richard, good Morgan friend. How can I help you today? Scott, how do you feel about uh, cleanable, replaceable furnace filters? Uh, not replaceable, cleanable furnace filters. Um, I like them. They are adequate. The problem is um, you don't have the controls. They're sometimes a year. Richard, that I would like a finer particulate filter. Um, So sometimes I'll get a MERV 8 filter and sometimes I'll get a MERV 10 filter. You know, when the pollen's flying around, I might have a finer filter element. Um, So uh, I like the controllability, but I'm throwing all this stuff away, landfill, all that, you know, resources. So all in all, I am in favor of, of um, uh, cleanable uh, furnace media. Uh, They do work. 
uh, and maybe you pull those out and put in disposable in the spring and the fall, spring when the pollen's flying around April, May, and then when you start grinding up the leaves in the yard and it just seems like all that dust winds. And you're opening your windows both those seasons. I might throw in a few of those filter media, you know, disposable things. So that's my – and frankly, if you have like a three- or four-inch corrugated, the big, fat filters – uh, those are my favorite. Uh, they are disposable, but they're very effective. They've got a lot of, they've got four times the amount or, or twice or three times the amount of area of, of furnace uh, surface for filtration. Uh, so anyway, there's a whole bunch of things about filters. But yeah, I, I, frankly, I like them all. <laughs> Great. Okay, gotcha. Thanks very much, Scott. Yeah, good way to go. That's a question I haven't had for a while, Richard. And, and uh, frankly, the the issue really is you're, if you're smart enough to ask me that question, um, you're smart enough to know how to, you know, figure out what seasons you want better filtration or less, yada, 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 and all that. So anyway, thanks for the call. You bet. All right, Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX, uh, wrapping up about the middle of the show here. Uh, we go up until 1 o'clock today, so bring it on, bring it early. Uh, I enjoy the time. It's a, God bless you, happy holidays to you all. Next up, my buddy John. Hey, John, Scott Mosby here. Good morning. How can I help, sir? Hello, John, are you there, brother? Did I, my fat fingers, did I hit somebody else? Hello. Oh, I put him to sleep. Too too much time up on the stump here. All right, so, John, let's put him on hold and see about my friend Chris. Hey, Chris, Scott Mosby here. How can I help you? Chris, are you there? Yeah. Yep, you're on, brother. Chris, how can I help you? Whoops. Hey, Chris. Hello. What What have I done now? Yes, sir, Scott. Yeah, Chris, we're on together. At least we're trying to be. Are you there, brother? Yes, sir, Scott. Let her rip. Chris, you're on KMOX. Yes, sir, Scott. We built a house in 97 with herd windows, double homes. Yeah. yeah. And over the years, the sides of them, I'm not sure what that's called, but all the springs have went all the way at the top and little plastic pieces everywhere where it won't even hold the windows open. And I didn't know if Herd has a replacement for that or if I need to put in all new windows. Um, how are your sashes and your frames? Are the Herd frames in good shape and are the movable, yes. you know, that's all good? Yes, sir. You, you can rebuild those. Herd um, is not necessarily um, uh, directly available but there are people that can change the uh, balances and sometimes the plastic sides. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, uh, I want to say champion. Uh, I'm having a senior moment. There's a company that bought uh, a whole bunch of dead stock of window manufacturers. And uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name. I will. Pro- I promise you. But anyway, uh, what they did... Um, um, Oh, anyway, it'll be right there. Give me a minute or two. What they what they, what their business model was was when a company would go out of business, they would buy all their dead stock, and they did this yes, for twenty, thirty, forty years. So their business became 
repairing windows. Well, then they're always in front of people that need serious window repairs. They'd figure out, you know, it's $300 a window to fix them or it's 550 to replace them. You know, so now they're kind of window guys. Um, uh, Dan, uh, hang on a minute. I'll I'll come up with it in a bit. I probably over the top of the hour, but stay tuned here. Um, it is a window company, and somebody's going to call up and say, "Hey, Scott, here's who it is." But anyway, be aware there is a company that bought a lot of this stock in St. Louis, um, and they had a. I even know the name of the owner. Werner Poppy was the uh, owner of the business, and I can see the location on Olive Road. I just can't quite remember that that name. But that stuff is available. There are people that will rebuild these. They are hard to find because it, it, uh, the, the trade skills, you're talking about somebody that has very high-level skills, um, probably an older you know, carpenter, older technician, and a bit hard to find. So anyway, give me a little time, and I'll I'll find up find out the name of the company here. So stay tuned. But anyway, it's available to do. Yes, sir, Scott. Thanks for the information. Yeah, stay stay tuned. Uh, stand by. I'll see what I can come up with. Uh, hang on a minute. Uh, Genesco. I did a search under his name on my phone. Genesco Window and Building Products. Uh, I have them in Maryland Heights on 80 Road. Still, they still they may or may not be around, but it's G E N E S C O. And if anybody has it, they will know. And I don't think Warner's part of part of it anymore. But uh, they're kind of a brain trust, so they know their stuff. Okay, Scott. Thank you very much. All right. Glad to help you, Chris. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye bye. Bye now. Uh, all right, now I need to take a little break here and uh, get back on time here. Hopefully my buddy John is still standing by. John, if you're there, hold the phone, brother. I'll be right back. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. Take a short pause. Be right back. This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center. The place with the big red chair. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, folks, it's your turn. Yep, uh, KMOX listener time, Stuff the Truck. Whether it's Mosby Building Arts and our Stuff the Truck, <clears throat> we are at 115 West Argonne in Kirkwood across from the train station. Uh, we're just wrapping up and uh, closing up now. We had Santa there this morning. Um, uh, but there are so many companies like ourselves that are trying to make a difference in our professional lives in stuffing the truck. Uh, just realize that uh, for those that are gifted with much, uh, it is our responsibility to help those with little or few. So uh, just uh, take it seriously. Um, or in street jargon, what goes around comes around. Uh, you you get what you give. Uh, so give plenty. Uh, it, it's just a you know, and those of you that quietly give, um, the philanthropy in our town is uh, very high. And to that end, uh, one other, I'll get up on my stump a little bit. We as Midwesterners are some of the most generous people in the United States. Because of that, we get scammed more than most because we're willing to help. We were raised to help our culture of the Midwest that what's called Midwest nice, um, we help. You know, when called, we answer. Uh, so be uh, helpful, but also be aware. Uh, for those of you, um, if you have something that comes through one of the organizations, sometimes the utilities, uh, sometimes uh, 
gift card scams, all those things, you can hang up and check those out very carefully, very quickly. Don't do anything quick. Um, Emergencies seldom occur. They are mostly weather-related. So if somebody calls you on the phone, and utilities typically don't call us on the phone. Amazon's never called me on the phone. I get phone calls from people all the time that my grandchild is this, uh, whatever it is. My point being, kudos for being Midwesterners. The generosity and the deep philanthropy that goes on in our community uh, has gone on for hundreds of years, frankly, in in St. Louis. Um, Keep it up. Keep it going. Pay it forward. Be aware. Be awake. Check it out. So, anyway, thank you uh, for being KMWX listeners. I I deeply value that. I do have some phone lines open here. 314-436-7900. If you're trying to sneak one in here an hour or two, we've got a whole other hour coming up after news, weather, and sports. 314-436-7900. I promise that. Also, uh, as promised in hour one, I want to get into ice melt. Um... I know, I know you've got a few days um, and the procrastinator in me and you, we really want to hold this off, but uh, make sure that bucket, that ice melt is right there in the garage, uh, right there next to the front door, uh, because if it's convenient and easy, you and I will do it. Uh, But being convenient and easy means we have homework and investment to do, like going to the hardware store, the home center, and buying some of that ice melt, maybe finding a nice little small plastic bucket that we can put some of that stuff in easily and conveniently so I can spread it when I want. Now, when the temperature drops... Uh, it looks like we're when, when a lot of weather changes rapidly, whether um, from 100 degrees to 70 degrees, from 20 degrees to zero, those big changes often have precipitation with it or a change in pressure, which brings precipitation. So whether it's rain or snow uh, or any of that, keep in mind that when the temperature drops, it's going to be relatively warm, still concrete around the freezing temperature. So when that snow hits it the first time, it may turn to water and then instantly freeze when the air temperature keeps dropping. So keep in mind, we may have a thin layer of ice over our concrete, our porches, our decks. Watch those wood decks and composite decks. They freeze Pronto, uh, like our bridges do, you know, a deck is a deck, bridge deck or wood uh, family deck. They're, they all freeze quickly. So that's where you start. And you might put a little ice melt out on the surface of that before the rest of the snow hits. And uh, the issue is salt is appropriate for asphalt. Salt can be appropriate, you know, sodium chloride. Um, it can be appropriate for wood decks and composite decks. They are, salt is not friendly for plants and animals. It's not good stuff. I mean, basically, you can kill the grass. You can kill your bushes, your shrubs, your landscaping. So just be aware of that. Rock salt. Uh, and uh, Department DOT, IDOT, Illinois Department of Transportation, MoDOT, Missouri Department of Transportation, both of them use these types of materials in liquid form as well. Uh, you know, so keep in mind that your car brings home whatever IDOT and MoDOT put on the roads as well as your municipality, city of St. Louis, all the little um, suburban areas inside St. Louis County. They all put this stuff on the streets. 
Uh, sand is the least costly thing, and it's effective down to about 15 degrees. Well, so any we're not really going to get any of that. Uh, most of these guys are going to go for the below 15 because they've got to get something. You, you can put salt on the street. Once the, temperature, once the air temp hits 10 degrees and the pavement stays at that temperature, you're not going to. You're not going to melt any of that. So calcium chloride is a little bit better. Uh, That's CaCl2. It's more expensive, uh, blended sometimes with magnesium chloride. Those two, magnesium chloride, calcium chloride, little white pebbles you buy at the hardware store. um, That, and then you get some, uh, you get down to the ones that are more friendly to plants and animals. Uh, typically not very effective in very cold temperatures, but you can get a mixture of like 25% beet juice, you know, like the vegetable B-E-E-T, uh, and 75% salt water. You can mix up your own, those that are um, for that. Um, the, you know how to make the stuff. You can figure it out. Also, lawn fertilizer. I mean, good old 12-12-12. Ice melt. Not good for the concrete and the... And the um, surfaces but you know you're going to have a nice bumper crop of weeds as soon as the spring comes around but you can use that because a lot of these ice melt things are suitable for that anyway rock salt um, my favorite is calcium chloride magnesium chloride those two little pricier that you can get into the urea Um, those are pet safe nitrogen rich anything that has a bunch of nitrogen which is why the lawn fertilizer is you know is a good ice melt or an effective ice melt Um, and the less of that stuff you put in the environment you can burn your landscaping plans by putting your plants by using these nitrogen rich things Uh, but salt is really kind of nasty anyway i'm going to take a short pause here after uh news weather for after news weather and sports i'll come back with hour three so bring it on bring it in uh holiday blessings to all of you those listening and those not uh for those of you that want to take me with you on your holiday shopping uh we've got uh hanukkah starts tomorrow christmas right around the corner we just did a lap on thanksgiving a few weeks ago Man, I love eating. Yeah, I, I'm sure I gain lots of weight here. Anyway, stay tuned. Be back after news, weather, and sports for Hour 3 on Camo X.